Hi there, and welcome to JK We're Rolling, a podcast about three wizards who attend the most prestigious wizarding school in all of Germany. My name is Michael Moore, and I am your magician master, uh, which means that I just I just tell the story or write a little bit of the story, but mostly the players make it up and I just deal with whatever they want to do. <laughs> and speaking of our players, let's meet those fine fellows. All right. Uh, hello there. My name is Sebastian Kinder, and I play Eric Miller, a musician, magician with a troubled past. Uh, seemingly, his whole family forgot who he is. And uh, until now, it seems like he didn't really find any solution for this problem. But who knows what isn't right now may happen at some point, sometime, someday. <laughs> <laughs> well, hi, guys. It's me, Lucas Fischer. I play Jasper Casper, and I don't tell the story. I just mess with it. And uh, Jasper is just a little guy <laughs> from the human non-magical world who is a wizard or is <gasps> supposed to be. But uh, all he wants is finding a place to belong. And I'm sure we can make that happen for him. Yeah, oh, yeah. we can do that. Hi, I'm Nadine Kuhn and I play Cersley Murray Nature Spring. She's a pixie elf who accidentally created herself wings by experimenting with magic. Cersley is an arcane sciences mage and she's super determined to figure out how to fly since her wings, well, they unfortunately don't. They, they're not able to, well, at this moment, though. <laughs> <laughs> excellent, excellent, excellent. Hey, you know what? Thank you guys for being I never say thank you. Thank you guys for being here today. I appreciate you, each and every one of you. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. You. you know. Thank you for having us here today again. We we just had that time, so that's right. Why not why not coming around? Question in return, did we ever thank you? I just did. <laughs> I I can feel I can feel the gratitude in your eyes every time you roll something between the numbers five to one. Every every single time one of those numbers, I feel oh, the gratitude. Oh, so we thanked you. We thanked you a lot, though. Yeah, you, yeah exactly. I got a, I got, I got it. a lot of gratitude. Uh, don't you wait? We have new dice. Let me just do a quick check right now. What I'm rolling? A three. <laughs> See, it's a big thank you again. Now that you have uh, new dice, maybe I'll. Maybe I hope to feel less gratitude. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so i have a question for you three guys you three people i have a question for you three today a little something i prepared uh, something i was curious about because you know right now in the game you're in the middle of this kmart so we've been kind of in the in the human world um surrounded by products surrounded by things and you guys got to pick what shirts you were wearing uh when you were in the kmart which just to remind everybody at home, um, Sassley is in an ACDC, like, black t-shirt. Uh, Eric is in a t-shirt with, with a random music quote on it. I think it's, at some point, the music is no longer mine. Yeah, it's, 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 it's right, I think. <laughs> and Jasper is in a t-shirt with a broom on it, one of the brooms from the movie Fantasia, but it's like a really cheap quality and the sticker's just peeling off, we said, except for the copyright symbol, which is, which is strongly on there. That's what you guys are all wearing right now, but I am curious, what were the three of you wearing when you showed up to the train station for your first day of school? What clothes did you did you have on then? Because we didn't really uh, talk about it. But everything was everything was happening so fast, and I'm I am curious. Well, I can tell you exactly what Jasper wore. If you're interested, sure thing. I'm interested. I, I asked the oh, question. Oh, yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Well, he because he <laughs> went. Um, you know, he he wasn't there. I mean, we all know Jasper's background that he's not that good with making friends. Instead, you know, spending time with family, and um, he always wanted to to join the the scouts. He wanted to be a cop, but he he didn't make it because of you know personal fear of 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 meeting strangers and and working with them and so he went uh, into the forest on some weekends with his father instead and um they did some uh, fishing and you know building up tents and you know sleeping in the nature and so he had his kind of survival gear 
which was just a like like a vest with a lot of pockets, you know, and and he had this, you know, Fisher hats from his father, and he felt like, well, if I'm going to Neubrachenberg Castle, it's going to be an adventure, right? And so he was so prepared. He got his backpack on, and he got his his survival vest with all the pockets, and you know, there's like phone numbers for for the parents inside and whatever. Maybe maybe a Swiss. How is it a tool a tool a toolkit a Swiss Army toolkit. Uh-huh. A Swiss army knife? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like 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 a that you maybe a tin opener. What I mean, if you're in nature, you need a tin opener, right? So wait, wait. So you're telling me, you're telling me that we never talked about it, but when you showed up in episode one, you were wearing a backpack and a vest full of tools and things that we have never like have has not come up. He lost it in the toilet. He slept the night before, so there was no oh, point in telling anyway. <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> I was like, he has had like all kinds of tools and things to use, and like. Well, like... I want to. I want to point out. I want to point out. Jasper still has the tin opener. Just so you know, maybe there's a time. Can I write that in my notes right now? <laughs> tin opener. Yeah. I'm just trying to imagine. If you had all this stuff with you still, and our teacher in the moment would get a hint on that, you think you would have a single moment. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Standing there, what's that? What's that? What's that? Yeah. Why do you use that? He would keep that all. <laughs> so, Sebastian, what were you wearing on your first day at Neudrachenberg? Just imagining from the whole way, I think he actually wore a simple, plain, white shirt, a vest, maybe like green matching to his hair, so turquoise in that case, and simple but fine shoes. <laughs> Not too extravagant, most likely uh, making more a serious impression. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's, it's most likely the stuff that <laughs> before he, he went away from home, he just had with him because he maybe had to sit somewhere and just training music and having the right clothes on for somewhere in orchestra at some point. And they're like the only clothes he could get. So maybe not the most comfortable, mm. but they suit him. I can totally have seen Eric as like the kind of guy who shows up in a bow tie and like a vest just to like everything. Also, I can totally <laughs> see him as that kind of guy. He's just like always like always put together like all the ready. <laughs> Yeah, 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 fits him. <laughs> okay, so he showed up in his like school choir clothes, like a white shirt. And yeah, <laughs> great. <laughs> Since Sassley comes from the Pixie Shire in Denmark, of course she lives with her family, and her family is in the knitting industry. And uh, she was wearing a beige pullover made out of wool with a little little logo on the left side of the chest. And the, the logo says, uh, said RMN Fair Trade <laughs> and dark green linen shorts. That, that's it. And she had a little backpack with her. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> RMN Fair Trade. Is that Rosie yes. Mary Nature Spring? That's Rosemary Nature Springs Fair Trade. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. So awesome. Um, I think I think that's probably what you get every year for Christmas. It's just like more, it's just like, which is exactly. very similar to the Weasleys, isn't it? It's like just always that knitted exactly. sweater every year. But that mom, apparently she just puts her own logo on it. Yeah, why not? Yeah, totally. Let the people know what she makes. Exactly. Does she, would she like sew the holes in the back of the shirt, like for the wings for you? Or is she like, She's like, no, no daughter no, of mine. No. I, we sew it up. We sew it up. <laughs> no, no. She she still makes a normal pullover, and then Sassy is, is always cutting them out. <laughs> <sighs> She's like, we put those things away, and Sassy's like, never. <laughs> <laughs> As she should, Sassy. No one should get in the way of your freedom. Now I can't help but imagine every time the pullover is getting washed or something like that. Her mother sits there like, <sighs> and repairs the whole pullover again, gives it back to Sassley, and Sassley sits there <sighs> and cuts it open again and keeps going and going and going because exactly. each of them is just stubborn. 
Well, thank you guys so much for sharing that with, with me. I think I think I hope that the listeners just like me feel more enriched about our listening experience now. I certainly I learned a lot uh, about how you guys showed up on the first day. Hey, Michael, what was Mildred wearing on the first day? Her professor robes. Didn't you listen them. back uh, then? <laughs> oh, oh, okay, Lucas, I listened. What, what was she wearing? I forgot. Um, she was a survival gear vest and a fishing hat. <laughs> Maybe. No, I Don't knew, I knew that she had a bum in her hair with her wand inside. That one I knew. In Lucas's mind, every character was wearing a, a fisherman's vest and a fisher's hat. Like everybody, like Ross Ehrenmann, Brock Carter, they all constantly have a <laughs> If that on the book told me, I'm supposed to imagine that. Uh. <laughs> But yeah, when you guys when you guys met Mildred, she was already on like official school business. Like she'd taken the car, like the van out to pick you guys up and was waiting not in the not in the human side of the uh, train station, but on the wizarding side. So she was already in her professor robes. She had no time to change before the ceremony because you guys were late. So you to well, be and flip. not only us and flip true and flip flip was also late. Yeah, you know what? Actually, screw that guy. <laughs> We're never going to find him. No, we don't care. He's a lost cause. What was he wearing again? Flip was wearing. Flip <laughs> Flip was wearing like uh, khaki shorts and uh, a green shirt, and it said like not on the breast, but at the bottom in small letters, it says "Kiss me, I'm Irish." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like you'd have to like really be looking to see that uh but it just said there you know a little wink and a nod yeah that's what flip was wearing i mean we all didn't really pay attention to flip anyway so <laughs> yeah. we were also distracted in our own things what? We didn't play yeah even even flip. now that he's what? missing he's still pretty much on the back burner <laughs> No, we all we miss him every day. Every day we all, like before I go to bed, I light the candle. You you can't hear it in the episode, but Jasper, Eric, and Cecily they talk about Flip every time when they go like right before when they go to bed. Just send a little prayer to Flip, crying ourselves to sleep. You know, well that's the thing. Tears are silent. You know, so you never know the depth of the sadness. Ooh, now it's now it's like philosophy as well. It's something. It's a lot of something. Well, folks, currently the shieldless are in a Kmart. They are trying to capture or stop or subdue a cobalt that is just wreaking havoc on this place. There are five items that the cobalt has to destroy, and it's already destroyed the first one. And he, it looks like he might be about to destroy the second. We don't know. He is gonna try to use his ability that will set this whole area on fire. Uh, he's next to a couple human bystanders who can't see him because he's too short and they're standing behind a desk. Um, but he's got a whole bonfire of DVDs and games with Spider-Man and the Green Goblin on them. <laughs> uh, and he's going to try to light it all on fire. He just um, knocked the stuffing out of Eric, who kind of had to belly flop on the ground. <laughs> that that tactic did not work. Hold on, Eric, hold on. Uh, I try my best. Yeah, he was not able to divert the cobalt. <laughs> We're going to find out and see what happens if he's able to light all the stuff on fire. If he does, the second item is going to get destroyed. These humans are going to be maybe hit by fire, but also certainly alerted to the presence of magic. And it's not going to look very good for the grade of the shieldless either. So without much further ado, let's get on into it. Please enjoy this next episode of JK We Are Rolling. All right. Last time on JK We're Rolling, the Shieldless reunited in the morning in our common room. Jasper and I caught Eric up on Mildo's mysterious ritual, while Eric told us she had the touchstone on her the whole time. Also, Jasper and I are slightly cursed to be no more than five meters away from each other. Well, anyway, Mildo was apparently, uh, busy, so Professor Loris Folivre brought us to our Zauberless Relations class. In class, Loris filled us in on the You Save Accords and then picked the Shieldless for his first assignment, because he's totally obsessed with Jasper. Now we have to catch a cobalt that's running loose in a Kmart. So, 
We'll fail if we don't stop him somehow. And we've been unsuccessful to stop his rampage. Eric is knocked onto the ground. Jasper and I are hiding down the hallway and the kobold is moments away from wreaking more havoc. Okay, so we are in the Kmart and Eric, you are belly flopped in kind of like in the middle of the aisle outside of the electronics section. You're just still laying flat on your stomach. The kobold won the contest of strength between the two of you. He's a tough little guy. And he, he knocked you down, walked on top of you, took the DVD out of your hand, and he's walking straight back to the little bonfire of DVDs and games that uh, that he has created. The other two uh, shieldless were waiting around the corner, hoping that you would be able to lure the kobold that way. But uh, I, <laughs> they, at the moment, they're just waiting there, waiting for it to we are happen. Holding, we are holding the bat sheet. <laughs> I, I like the floor. I like it there. <laughs> it's nice. It's cool down here. It's nice. Um, so <laughs> the cobalt is going to, you know, let's get right into it. Let's see if, if something bad's going to happen. Oh, no. Uh, he's going to walk back over. Uh, well, he's going to scurry back over to his pile of electronics. And he is going to try to use goblinish glee. If he gets a 6 through 10... Everything within a meteor radius of him will will combust. Oh no! Oh, wonderful! That's not good. If not, then how, how close? How close is Eric? I hope not too, too close. But if everything is burning, <laughs> Eric is further away than a than a meteor. Okay, I don't okay. think the fire is going to hit him. <laughs> However, the people who work there, the employees, are not further away than a meteor. They will get hit by fire. Um, it will be bad for them. Oh, no. Oh. Also, Eric will not get hit by the fire from Goblinish Glee. However, the whole section will probably catch fire. <laughs> it might be a little dangerous. So let's see. But we have a we have a wet bat sheet. That's right. <laughs> That's right. We're here to help. And I remain down here on the wet floor. And somewhere somewhere in a different section, there's one canister of water. <laughs> you guys can <laughs> Okay, so here we go. Ooh, goblinish glee. Oh. It is a two. Oh, he did not. So he does it. not successfully. Yeah, he didn't make it. He does not successfully <laughs> cast that. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's a relief. But I feel like even I could have done better on that. So oh, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> but you know what I do? I feel a lot of gratitude coming from the global. Right <laughs> so he says, he goes, Apparently he's not a very strong kobold. And so instead he just looks at you and then he's bringing it back to the rest of the pile to try to set the whole pile on fire at the same time. So now you have a, a little chance to react. Yeah, it's it's pretty much like he made the ground slippery. Hold bit sweat around here. Oh, oh, let let let's check on Eric. <laughs> Why do you think he's not coming? I mean, we have a plan. Well, he sounds like there's something going on. We should check on him. <laughs> okay, Wilbur, let's go. Hey, Eric. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Do you need a tissue? You should stick to the plan. What did you do? <laughs> you, you know, like the, the kobold. Luckily, he seems a little bit like more like, haha, triumphant. I got the game. I put it with it there. And he's like, you can see the floor underneath him is wet. And he's just getting back up on his feet is like heading back towards the pile of DVDs. He ran me over. Got the game. We need to stop him. <laughs> I see. I see. All right, guys. All right. My plan. I have the honey here. I'm going to try to give him the honey. Maybe he's interested. Maybe he likes honey. Maybe he finds it sweet. And I hope that's right. You come with me, Jasper, because I can't leave you. And you can rest if you want. I, 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 I take the moment. Thank you. Okay. <sighs> okay. Come on, Jasper. Oh. Come on. <laughs> okay. All right. It's the best honey. It's little flower yeah. forest honey. Um, but 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 what I would like to do, I would like to take the sheet. Okay. He has to get out of there in the worst case. I would like to prepare. All right. 
Jasper, give him the sheet. Um, he gives a sheet. Here you go. <laughs> Don't mind the two little holes in the corner. All right. <laughs> Eric takes the sheet, and Sassley and Jasper, you guys approach this. Approach this kobold one last time. I, I don't think he's very trusting at this point of you guys, but you have this honey in your hand. And uh, what do you what exactly are you doing to him? <laughs> I would like to know. As well, well, I'm going to open it and I'm going to be in the same area and I t- take my finger and I'm going to eat something of it. And yeah. then uh, she's going to be like. Mm. Mm, that's it. That is so delicious. Oh, that is the best honey I've ever eaten. I'm glad I don't have to share it with anyone. And then she turns around and she looks at the kobold and she looks if he got it. He looks at you and he's like, <laughs> and uh, roll, roll creature trust. Oh, no. Oh, yes. It's a four. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> it's a four. I need new dice. We gotta get you some new dice. We gotta get you some new dice. Okay. He looks interested for a second. He's like, (laughs) and then he tries to use goblinish glee again. Okay, okay, Jasper, back off, back off. (laughs) Jesus. And he rolls a four, so it doesn't catch on fire, but he just... Is he's he's over trying to burn this stuff down. He's gonna try again at the next thing, but he jumps into the middle of it all, and he's just whirling with the claws of his hands and the claws of his feet. Just <laughs> there's just shreds of things, you know, going everywhere, and uh, he effectively just destroys in moments this pile. He wanted to use fire. He was very <laughs> he was hoping to set it all on fire, but he'll set for tearing it up with his claws and teeth. because uh, he's not having a very good day, this cobalt. His body is once more coated with liquid and he slides off towards the opposite side of the domestics section. It looks like he's heading somewhere around between large appliances and lawn and garden. Well, first of all, I'm just delighted that no one's looking at the security footage. <laughs> security what? <laughs> yeah. They're so busy, the workers. Okay, I'm not going to lie. You guys are going to have less time now between each thing. He's got three more things he wants to destroy, and I'm going to start timing you guys in between. Okay, guys. Okay, so so uh, I, I assume that we are going back together. After after that attempt, so um, and I wasn't able to get him with the bad sheet. Yeah, so I feel like Jasper feels like he's at a point where he has to come up with an idea he already thought about. Um, so guys, yeah, especially Cecily. Uh, hi. So hey. if you can remember how we dealt with certain, um, you know how we how we treated Bumper, you know yeah. how we dealt with Mildred. So, oh you know, no, you don't, the, you don't want me to flirt with him. Oh no, 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 no let no. me, let me, let me speak <laughs> out. No, 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 no. Guys, what is that kobold, <laughs> the, the kobalab, ko, the kobold is looking for something. He is looking for a wonderful resemblance of what a kobold is. And maybe he likes to have a friend. So I think all we need is some green paint. Hmm? And maybe some <laughs> aluminium folie, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, uh-huh. some foil. How do you say in English? Aluminium foil. And maybe, Cecily, if you'd like to, you know. What? To what? To, um, hmm? do you, do you like? Like what? Do you like painting? Do you like painting? I can paint something. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, th- that sounds great. So, Eric, should we go to the, you know, where to get paint? I can get paint. We can paint something. Okay, well then, Eric, I need you to get us some aluminum foil. And, Cecily, we go to the paint. Yes. All right. Uh, uh, all right. Where do I get that here? Uh, oh, where do you get that? Yeah, aluminum foil you can find in, like, the kitchen uh, section, like, you know, stuff for your kitchen there, easily findable. And paint in the hardware section, all of that stuff is pretty easy to find. I just hope that it's somewhere described, just like everything else here. I'm going to look for it, and he's off. Yes. Let's go get some painting. You want some honey? <laughs> you guys easily find all of that stuff, um, <laughs> and and you have it. Oh my god! 
<laughs> okay, so we are back together, I assume. All right, what are we going to paint? Yeah. What is your plan? Um, why don't you... Cecily, hmm. hmm? do you know these these trust games? When, you know, f friends... I mean, you said we are friends now. So, you know, you have these kind of games where you can trust each other, you know? No, but go on. Sounds exciting, right? It is. Mm -hmm. So, um, you just have to turn around and close your eyes. Okay. And think and think about something you really like, you know? I like to fly. Yeah, I turn around. Yeah. I believe I can fly. Just, just imagine I you fly through, you, you fly through a waterfall, think you know, just, just night. imagine flying through a waterfall <laughs> and then he's trying away. to, uh, you know, just so to Eric to use the green paint. There's a, it's a bucket of green paint. <laughs> just, yeah. So you're just going to pour a bucket of green paint over Sasley. Yeah, but very, very, because it's a simulation, you know, I don't feel like this is going to be uh, having an, an effect after the simulation. It's not real, but for now it feels completely real. And Sasley stops to sing for a second and she turns around and she's like, you know what, Eric? I really feel like this time we can really do something together and we all work hand in hand and that I really like. I you hold on to that I thought. Oh, I Eric is like, for, for a moment, like, what ha happened here? Like, think about it every day. you know, I, I'm standing like, what is happening? I don't, I don't get it, but, but he has a plan, so go along with it. Sure. I think Sassley... <laughs> So Sassley turns around and she sees Eric with the bucket over, like held up in his hands and almost about to tip over. And that's the first thing that Sassley sees when she turns around and makes her speech about friendship. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> and the paint pours out <gasps> over her body. And it's like that scene from... <laughs> is it mean girl is is it is it parent trap where it's the water carry, is like, where she where like the blood comes oh my god it's like <laughs> <laughs> but with green paint it's like carrie who trusts and has friends for the first time <laughs> and then... so you uh sadly not completely doused in green paint okay so do we do we have to you know have to uh, use something to to get Every every part of her shirt and her sweatpants, you know, covered with green. I mean, I think you dumped a whole like can of paint over her. She's not that big, so I think it probably it covers her. But you can use your hands to work it in a little bit if she lets you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sassy, no. You, you look Don't touch lovely. me. Don't touch me. Mm. What is that? I thought we painted something. Er yes, and we did. Eric, now I need the... I need the foil. I feel like I look like the cobra. Oh, yes. you guys. Mm -hmm. I can't believe you make me do this. Actually, I think it was Eric's idea. What? Eric, we talked about friendship. What is this? I thought we went over it. Is that revenge? It's not mine idea. It's his. I said I'm sorry. No, it's a... Oh, I'm sorry. I painted you. It's his idea. I hope he has an idea. It's a good idea. At least I hope. Yes, and I need the foil now. Here, hands you the foil. <laughs> okay. What are you doing with this now? What is that? Okay, so Jasper is um, getting some of the foil, ripping it off, and you know, wrapping it around <laughs> Cecily's head, mm -hmm. and trying to make it look like one of the metal heads the cobalt itself has. <laughs> okay, you do. You do that. I mean, it's tin foil. It's very easy to make a tin foil hat. Uh, so you make that. And I assume you're using some black paint to paint the hat black as well. Oh, and that is very, very, very intelligent. Yeah, I would like to do that as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I assume I wanted to do that. Ugh, this is uncomfy. This is all uncomfy. So there is Sassley. She is completely green, including her clothes. Uh, she looks like a little lumpy green monster with giant feet and a black hat and... I think her wings are untouched. Most likely. We'll say. So her wings are still like sticking out a little bit. So, Cecily, how do you feel? Is that a joke? You can't seriously ask her that. Thank you. Uh, no? <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, so, Cecily, maybe we should go on 
to the plan now, because I feel like... Who is we? You and I? The three of you us. You and Eric? You and the snake? No, the three of... Oh, Wilbur, the four of us. The four of us. Okay, so, I think that... At that moment, you see a giant plume of fire go up oh. in the uh, space between large appliances and lawn and garden, because the cobalt just rolled. I was timing you guys. You didn't get there fast enough. Yeah. And the, he has successfully rolled his first goblinish glee, and there is a fire on aisle one. Uh, guys? Keep going with the plan. What's the plan? What is the plan? Yeah, what is the plan? Well, well I wanted to, to make Cecily look like a kobold so that we could, you know... You did that. You could influence the kobold, maybe, you know, maybe just like Bumper. He likes you and wants to come to you, and then we can try to trap him in the sheet. You hear the sounds of the kobold going... And he seems to be running to the further left in the building, so... Right about to where it says greeting cards and stationery. But there's still a fire on the front uh, in that area. Um, um, it's, Jasper, is there like something that humans ordinarily use to put fire out? Yeah, maybe there's a fire extinguisher. A fire what? A fire extinguisher. Describe it, quick. Oh, it's 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 red. It's it's like a metal bottle, and it's it's like yeah. on, on every wall, and they are like pictograms. Uh, you can you can see it's it's red and white. Feet are super sticky. All right, all right. Is 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 there some kind of uh, how to use it? With uh, it? you, there th there are pictures on it. How to use it? All right. Uh, you two, go after him. I'll try to get rid of the fire. Yes, sounds like a plan. Eric, let's do yours. You're like what you're doing first. So roll investigate. Investigate. That's bookishness. Oh, now it's a one. Now it's a one. I see it. <laughs> I rolled a 19 minus one is 18. <laughs> okay. Son of a gun. Well, you <laughs> you run over to the side of the wall and you you immediately find a, a fire extinguisher, which has instructions on it, and you're able to put that out you're going to be able to find the others um that is what you are doing during this period of time yeah now let's flip back to the others so sassley and jasper while eric is doing that you are tell me which route you're taking yeah i think we we just um slowly go there you know um from where we came mm -hmm. and we don't want to have like like actual encounter with him but Want just like Eric before, want to be want to be as close as possible. Yeah, check it out. Um, to to kind of get a mm -hmm. get a sense of the situation. What you see is that he has found in this greeting card section a whole bunch of themed birthday cards with the Smurfs on them. <laughs> so. He is tearing them out. There's also, there's some Spider-Man ones there with the Green Goblin. There's like some random leprechauns, you know. Like he's just he's just taking greeting cards out. Flip, 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 flip. And you see he has a big stack of these things carried in his hand. So when he's done taking them all out, he's going to try to light the whole section on fire. It's not a very big aisle. This is a smaller aisle. And Sassley is so angry. She is so angry that she walks towards the greeting card section to the, towards the cobalt. She, she looks at him. She turns around and she takes all the cards and she looks at them and she's like, Oh, I'm so angry. And she also starts to destroy those cards next to the cobalt. Yes. Yes. Very good, very good. Okay. That's great. <laughs> and he, he, okay, so he, you're not trying to hide from him, right? You're just like. No, I just walk straight just towards him it. and I'm just destroying. I'm like, I cannot believe they did that to me. I look like this and I'm green and they didn't even do it with me. Like, and this, <laughs> and this <laughs> stupid cobalt is like right here and goes super on my nerves. And Jasper is looking, looking around the corner, and you know, giving like the thumb, uh, the thumbs up, like like fathers would do on the on the football field. <laughs> okay, so you guys, you guys are are tearing that up. You can tell he's he's accepted that you're there. He's totally down with the fact that you are with him right now. So, what would you like to try to to do to get him to to subdue him <laughs> or calm him? Can he can he understand me? Like when I talk, does he understand? <laughs> sort of. Okay. 
like nothing like very 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 complex but he can basically get the idea yeah like this like maybe you could lure him away so Cecily does not do this because she wants to be smart she is really angry and she gets so upset about this that she also wants to destroy everything that looks like a cobalt so she is like doesn't even care she's like you are the reason but she doesn't give him she doesn't blame him she is like I cannot believe that they're supposed to be my friends. They said we do this together and we do and they did this to me and I cannot believe I feel super alone right now. I'm so far away from home and I did this all and I just want to fly and I don't, I cannot believe this. Okay. Um so this is your attempt to befriend him basically, like to make a connection with him. Mhm. Yeah, okay. So roll roll creature trust and I'm going to um you can roll twice. So you can you can do a reroll if your first roll is very low. Because of my wonderful disguise. Yeah. 18. <gasps> what? <laughs> I rolled a 17 oh, plus snap. one. <laughs> oh, snap. Nice. Okay. Was that your first or your second roll? My second. The first was a seven. <laughs> <laughs> my <laughs> Okay. Well, it totally works that you're just... <laughs> that made the difference. So he looks at you and he's like... <laughs> he's like okay this other kobold is totally gets it and is totally on my level and he uh he puts a little clawed arm around <laughs> your shoulders and he's like and he's telling you the story about how he ended up in this kmart he's very far from home and Cecily's like i know i know i know i told them we should do this together but the thing is that they all do everything what they want and i just want to fly and i totally get you um okay <laughs> great so he's like and because you're a cobalt he assumes that you are impervious to fire and that you cannot be damaged by it so he is going to roll goblinish glee because uh just like him you are not affected by fire and he's like let's burn this down come on buddy and he gives you a high five <laughs> he tries to no 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 I, 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 no, 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 no fire. And Sassy's like <laughs> making a big gesture. No fire, please. Oh, uh, and he, please. <laughs> he fails, he fails the roll. So he's like, and you see, you feel the heat coming off of him. You feel him radiating heat. You see a little spark, but it doesn't quite catch fire to anything. He's like, and he just keeps tearing up the little pieces of paper. And Sassy takes his hand and she says, it's okay, little friend. It's okay. Sometimes we don't have to burn everything down. It's okay. Cecily? What? Cecily, did you, did you try to hug him? What? Did you try to... <laughs> what do you think? Was it successful? I cannot hear you right now. And, I, and Cecily keeps on, like, tearing apart all those cards. <laughs> He's he's totally fine with you and he's totally there with you. Um, but he's gonna finish in a, in just like a couple seconds. He's gonna finish having destroyed this section. He's gonna move on to his next item. So that was the fourth item that you guys have now successfully uh, finished. So there's only one more item left. But uh, you have time to try to do one more thing to kind of you know stop him because right now he's totally friends with you. He's he feels he feels a close companionship with you. Um, is there any chance that I can just try to lead him out of the supermarket and leave the supermarket with me? Um, you can try that. Mm -hmm. I, I, I think I still have one idea that could work <laughs> kind of nice, but I don't know which direction I should go because there are two, op two possibilities to do that idea. Okay. Mm -hmm. You, you want to share that? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, like as Lucas, I say now, I think it could work, you know, like trying Holzformer with my wand and to try either getting a perfect resemblance of a kobold, like a little wooden figure, or like like the worst resemblance of a, of a kobold as a little wooden figure. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, use this and maybe throw it into a a big bin or in a container which he would jump after mm -hmm. and then we could try to catch him in you know or you can use um your your spell sudden nachklang and try to copy oh, <laughs> copy his voice and try to like lead him out or something like that oh yeah that could work as well okay here's 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 how we're gonna do this um yeah so he finishes tearing up the cards and he pulls you, Sassley, because uh, he wants you to come with him now to destroy the next 
item. He's pulling you in that direction, but you're trying to pull him towards the front of the store and towards the exits. Mm-hmm. You can see on the map there's little arrows where those are. Yeah. So you are going to roll spryness opposed to each other, and whoever pulls the strongest, you're going to get pulled in that direction. Because once he gets moving in a direction, he's very, you know, he yeah, yeah. has a lot of momentum. So oh, no. uh, whoever wins this, it will go in that direction. <sighs> Come on. It's a three. <laughs> oh, gosh. And for him, it's a 17. <laughs> but equals 20. Well, it, so. was, it was close, guys. It was really close. <laughs> it was very close. So he doesn't so much as, like, pull you along as tugs you completely along with him. He covers his body in liquid, and he slides onto the ground on his belly and he pulls you um along with him so that you're riding on his back and you are like you are belly down on top of his back and you guys are sliding through the market uh through the kmart (laughs) through one item (laughs) through one thing through the next thing guys look at that you go two aisles down four aisles over and where you land is in the cereal section, and you have made it to his final <gasps> item, the item oh, no. which he loathes the most, the thing that makes oh, him no. the angriest when he sees it. Oh, no. You are in front of oh. the Lucky Charms. <laughs> they make him magically vicious. That was, that was funny. Like, magically delicious is the thing. Ooh, well, that was fun. That that was fun, little little friend. That was fun. But we should. And he's like. Yeah, that was totally fun. It was totally fun. We should take a break. We should. And breathe. he's pulling down. He's pulling down Lucky Charms things already. He's throwing them into the front of the thing. He's like. And every time he he throws them out, Sassy takes them and puts them back in. She's like, oh no, 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 <laughs> oh no, no, no. He's like, oh, no, no, no. Okay, that's gonna work for for a little while. That'll distract him. What are the guys doing while she's undoing his work? I think you could, like, you probably ran after her, right? To, like, try and... You're not as fast as he is, but you can you can follow his trail of weird water mucus mm-hmm. to... Uh, well, we are bound together, so... Oh! Yeah, especially Jasper has to run very fast, so... Oh, right. Oh, my gosh, that's actually... Yeah. Such, what, hap- what happens is she bursts away, and you, Jasper, they're moving so fast that you get pulled along with them. You're like... You just feel like you keep hitting the side of a wall. And then Eric is hurrying after you. because He just has the short legs. He's like, oh God, oh God, they're so, so fast. <laughs> so you can see them uh, destroying the Lucky Charms. There are a lot of humans in this area. <sighs> okay, so... Uh, am I with Eric together right now? Yeah, in the moment we are, hopefully. Ow. Well, first of all, my, my back hurts. But anyway, so Eric... Everything all right? Could, could you put down the fire? As, uh, I, I know how fire extinguisher works, so yes, that I can do. Why? Uh, great. Okay, so uh, you see, the, the cobalt is already the, uh, on the last thing he, he wants to destroy. Yeah, and Cecily is doing her best to distract him and stop him from doing that. Yeah, I see that. Okay, but you know what? Uh, you know, I, I had this plan. You know, besides the wonderful plan with Cecily, um, you know, you know, you know, cereals—they come with toys. Yeah. So maybe I can work with that. Yeah. Maybe I can, you know, yeah. create a toy. Do that. Okay, and and just by pulling out his wand, and I, I'm just praying to God. You are running out of time, Jasper. Yeah, I'm just praying to God to have a good roll. <laughs> The good thing is it doesn't have to be a great kobold figurine. It just has to be basically recognizable as a bad kobold figurine. Oh, okay. So I'm going to go with bad? Right. You want it to be bad because he doesn't... If it looks like him, he would be super happy with it. Yeah. And maybe, you know, this is something to, to you know, to befriend him completely or to keep him calm. That in his most hateful product, the cereals Lucky Charms, he finds, you know, the best resemblance of, of a kobold, you know? Okay, so you're going to try to make the perfect figurine so that he finds it and is like... To find inner peace. Oh my gosh, they finally... After these hundreds of years of no correct cobalt, they finally made a right one. Okay, 
okay okay but here's the thing oh my. it's a hail mary it's a great idea i mean it'll work probably <sighs> but it's gonna be a high roll <laughs> it's gonna be a we're gonna need a pretty <laughs> high roll in order for this to work <laughs> <laughs> okay it's so holzformer so again, just so you know, Holzformer, it's a basic of five I need to reach. Mm -hmm. And in order to get it as good as I want, it has to be higher, of course. <sighs> okay. Oh, the tension. Jasper, Jasper is looking at the kobold, not Sesley one, but the original kobold. <laughs> and then is holding his wand and going for Holzformer. It's potency, right? Yeah. Okay, so I have 14. Plus two. Could that work? It's a 16. Oh. I had to oh, show you because <laughs> so serious. Okay. <laughs> okay. So you cast Holtzforma and what appears in your hands looks pretty much like that kobold. It's not perfect, perfect, but it's probably the most similar thing he's ever seen that looks like him. So, uh, what do you do with that? With with that figurine? I well, I uh, oh, I I have to get it some somehow to to him. Um, do I do I? Maybe it's the best to just throw it to Cecily, so she can hide it inside a Lucky Charms box. In the worst case, you just could just go on the other side, pick one of the boxes from behind, put it in, place it back. Oh, that is that is very that's much much better. Do you do you think that's possible, magician master? <laughs> I yeah, sure. You can reach all the way through. It's one of it's one of those where you can reach all the way through to the other side, like the Ranch Hidden Valley commercial. Okay. It's just like that. <laughs> but is it is it possible for me to get there, even though of the boundary? I mean, she she's pretty close next to him, so it should be doable. You can walk around and get there. There's no people. You can see one person like standing. On the uh, like, if you go behind to the other side of this aisle, there's somebody standing all the way down on that aisle. By the way, a human in the like next mm -hmm. to the seafood section. And so, if he was to run in that direction, that person would see him. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah. Anyway, I think we should go for it. Uh, Eric, do you help me? Sure. Okay. And so we both go to the other side in order to uh, get one of the cereals boxes mm -hmm. to place. The figure inside. Okay. You know, rip it open on top. Oh, this is this is tense. The <laughs> tension. Okay, you put it in a box of Lucky Charms, now with magical unicorn marshmallows. Sure. Sure. <laughs> so it's it's now inside that box, and you you place it back, and I I guess Sassley probably has been watching you out of the corner of her eye and, and can kind of like see where you put it am i able to get eye contact to cesley you know through the boxes i mean i don't know she's working hard to undo the cobalt's work but if she if she stops for a second to like kind of track you then yeah you guys can talk cesley 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 pretends to not see him first Cecily. and then she's like please what is it what is it i think this could work just go for this this box and he's pointing to one of the one of the boxes you just you just sassy you just see a long arm and like mm -hmm. with the finger just pointing down <laughs> you can't see him at all just his long arm sticking through and pointing down at one box and then it comes it goes back away and you know and then he's making a, a gesture of you know shaking you know so just shake it so sassy <laughs> takes the box and she shakes it and she's like and what now Show it to the corporate. <laughs> there's something inside. There is something inside. Yeah, like Eric said, there's something inside. Cecily opens the box and she shakes it so much. She's like, there you go. And then every, everything falls out. Everything flies out. So there's, <laughs> so there's Lucky Charms everywhere, all over the aisle. <laughs> Clean up on aisle for everything. <laughs> um, so they didn't they didn't react to the fire but to this they're like clean up on aisle <laughs> so lucky charms and go everywhere and a little wooden figurine click 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 slides down towards the cobalt who's 
And Cecily stops breathing. She's like, <gasps> and he stops and he picks it up and he turns it around. He turns it around in his hands and he's like, <laughs> please. And it worked. It yeah! worked like hell. I was rolling to see. Yeah! Yes. <laughs> If it had been a low roll, he would have been like, I love this. And now I'm going to set fire to the rest of the stuff. <laughs> um, but it's a, it was a 19 that you that your carving got. He was very emotionally affected by it. And he was like, he loves it. He <laughs> And <laughs> everything around you starts to kind of get wavy and flimsy and disappear. Your clothes, Sassley's paint, everything starts to kind of dissolve off of you into a like a swirl of color. And suddenly that swirl disappears and you're in a dark place again and you feel like wind is moving towards you and boom, you don't feel anything. But all of a sudden you're standing in front of the classroom and Loris is looking at you and going, well done well done oh oh i knew i could count on you well done indeed so here's what i'm gonna do um one of you can make a roll okay and that's gonna stand for how fast you completed this mm -hmm. and then i'll make a roll for each of the other groups all right to see how fast they're going to complete their next Lucas, history what do you think sebastian eric if you please <laughs> <laughs> so yeah you guys can roll until you get a number over 10 because you succeeded you didn't like nail it he was on his final item so it's just <laughs> over 10 and i will roll for the for the shields and the shield with the highest number will get the point towards being the crystal bearers for the semester you guys currently have one point so you have one but now we'll see if another uh shield ends up getting one or if you guys are the best again who's they've nominated you sebastian you may roll uh until you get any number over 10 your time to shine sebastian yeah no pressure no pressure <laughs> well a certain amount of pressure i can't just wait a moment i need oh god Whenever you feel ready. The first roll is a seven. Okay, we can roll oh. again. We can roll again. Nothing is lost. Nothing is lost. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. You get to roll again. Seventeen. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Seventeen. Very nice. Okay, now I'm going to roll for Wolf Shield. Uh, not Brock. Ooh. Uh, now, I mean, technically this hasn't happened yet, but Wolf Shield, uh, they got a six. <laughs> they, they, they probably <laughs> failed. They okay, didn't do very good. well. Oh, no. What a shame. <laughs> Sorry, Brock. Bear Shield also got a 17. <gasps> oh, the tie. And uh, Horse Shield got a five. They also failed. So just you and Bear Shield succeeded. Um, you will both get a point towards being Crystal Bearers. Yay! <laughs> you know what? Actually, th that's applaud worthy. Yeah, absolutely. And the other thing that happened is you all three got a growth point. Oh, yeah! Yes, you succeeded in another class. You all have a growth point. So, Loris says, I hope everyone sees here what they did right. Teamwork, a cool head, and a little wooden toy are sometimes all that it takes for victory. I bet you're already looking forward to trying this again with giants instead. <laughs> Not really. Uh, so, everybody, write me five pages on what they could have done better or worse as homework, and that's it for today. Off with you. Off with you. <laughs> Oh, I have some ideas. I have some ideas. I will write some pages. <laughs> so class is dismissed. People are starting to get up and leave the classroom. Students are leaving. They're all like, oh, that was interesting. Talking about, you know, they're talking about you guys. They're like, this is what they did wrong. This is what they did bad. Some of them actually don't care at all. They're like ready for lunch. <laughs> so you guys have some free time to do what you want. Mr. Mr. Magician Master. Yes, sir. Is there any possibility 
um, that when we left the simulation, that if there was maybe an object attached to the body, we could take with us, like a gift card. That most likely disappeared as soon as the illusion was done. Yeah, I'm just asking. Yeah, it was all, it was all illusion, so no, sorry. Oh, that's a shame. No, there was a... I will tell you that, that the third ability of, of a kobold, the third um, ability of a kobold, which you guys didn't know, is called Leprechaun's Luck. When a kobold reaches zero constitution, so you have to defeat it, um, it may roll a d20. For a roll of 15 through 20, the kobold gains one constitution back, magically steals an item or material or money from the nearest character, and disappears in a puff of smoke. If the kobold rolls a 1 through 5, it doesn't have enough strength to disappear, and cobalt water, which is a material, pools next to it. And you can actually use cobalt water to, uh, in one of your vials to make yourself fire-resistant for a full minute, and it also has uh, other items it can be combined with to do other things. So that would have been a real material that would have that might have been allowed to be taken out of the illusion uh, as a little reward, but... Uh, it didn't go that way. You guys went a happier way, and that's great. <laughs> okay. You know, like, as soon as the whole illusion is done and we're kind of free, Eric just, like, turns to Cecily and is like, I'm so, so sorry about the paint. I didn't mean to do it like that. I'm really sorry. I would have been better to have the plan beforehand and not just surprise you with that. I'm sorry. Really. I'll never do that again. It's okay. Looks over to Jasper. <laughs> I think we are a great team. And Sassley looks to Jasper. And? <laughs> <laughs> and Wilbur was a wonderful help. Thank you, Eric. Really, I appreciate that. Well, at the end, we made it happen. I, I have to admit, this little figurine, Jasper, really impressive. Well done. Thank you. Your wand is uh, lying on the ground, uh, by the way, Jasper, where the cobalt was oh. once standing. Okay, he's picking it up. I feel like uh, that, that's why I asked. So sorry. That's why I asked if it's possible to take something with me because I would have gone for a gift card, you know, with maybe wings drauf. Um, <laughs> with wings drauf. <laughs> with wings drauf. <laughs> <laughs> you know, with with wings on it, you know, maybe like like it says, like best wingman ever, and I wanted to give it to Cecily as a, as an as an apology. <laughs> best wingman ever. <laughs> well, if you want to make it up to Cecily with a gift, you're gonna have to use your own creativity to do it. Okay. You know, I'm not gonna just give you that stuff. You gotta work for it. <laughs> okay, since since class is um you know missing, and and the little talk we had with Cecily and Eric. Jasper doesn't feel too too happy with his idea of of putting the paint all over her. So, you know, on the one hand, Jasper is proud of of what the three of them achieved, but on the other hand, he feels bad because of uh, Cecily's reaction and because they are still bound together so closely. So uh, he's grabbing into his pocket for a piece of paper and folding it into, you know, what what kids do. You know, these little, you know, paper air gliders that you can mm -hmm. fold through. Yeah, yeah. You know, can through through the mm -hmm. air. And uh, trying to make a wonderful one that can float wonderful in the air and to give it to Sassley to give her a sense of flying. That's kind of cute. <laughs> Do I have to roll for it? <laughs> you know what? In my mind, Jasper is exactly the kind of person who knows how to do origami. Um, and, and I don't even think this is origami. This is like a paper airplane kind of thing. So <laughs> I think you could do it fine. So even though Jasper is not that good in words, but uh, he just um, silently gives the, you know, paper air glider to Cecily while they are walking down the hallway. And Cecily takes it and she looks at him and she looks at the glider again and she looks at him and she nods and she silently walks next to him and she accepted it and she loves it. Awesome. <laughs> Aww. Oh, it's very sweet. So you guys are walking and where are you going? You have a free section. Um, you can basically... Choose to do what you want, um, but probably whatever you do will take the rest of the day, likely. But it depends on what you want to do. Where is Mildred, by the way, right now? <laughs> <laughs> we will not go back in the room, but <laughs> is she in class? You, uh, you don't know where Mildred is. 
Okay. Yeah, you don't know. Guys, I don't know. I don't know how you feel, but I feel like we've never really had a wonderful lunch. <laughs> so maybe we go to the main hall to have something to eat. You know what? Hmm? That that's kind of a good idea. Oh yes. Okay. Cecily comes with you guys, even though she had all that fake honey. <laughs> it's fake honey. That's the problem. <laughs> She's like, I'm weirdly still hungry, but I ate so much. I also had some Lucky Charms. This is weird. Um, okay, so you guys head to the uh, lunchroom. You are there. The banquet hall, every day for lunch, is completely decked out with almost every kind of food imaginable, but it's all organic. Magically organic. Yeah, you can find space, empty space at a table. Different people have different lunch periods, so there's plenty of time. You might seem to see some familiar faces around in the room with you, and you're able to get what you like to eat. Uh, that's no problem. Great. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so you guys are there, you have a nice lunch, and you finish eating, and as you leave, you hear a voice around the corner. And it says, Hey. Hey, you three. Hey, come here, come here. And at first you're not sure... But it's definitely directed at you, and Sassley especially feels drawn to that voice. And you walk around the corner from the exit that's on the upper, uh, like up from the grand staircase from the upper hall. So the grand staircase of the main hall leads up to an upper level where the three giant statues are of the different shields. And beyond that are the entrances to the banquet hall where you guys were eating. Further on down, there's like little corners and crevices, and you can kind of follow along the corner around another corner, and suddenly you're in a little depression where nobody else can kind of see you, there's no one else around, and you see Charles LeMay standing there, and he says, hey. The guy with the bunny? Oh, the yeah, bunny it's guy. the bunny guy. Uh-huh. The bunny guy. Hey, Charlie. He goes, hey, hey, hey. My favorite first years. How is it going? How is it? It's going quite well. So far until now, potentially. What are you up to? Excellent. Excellent. You know, I need a little favor, uh, if you guys don't mind. What is it? I need you to do something for me. And uh, look, well, it's not a big thing, okay? It might seem a little strange, but... Uh, it's just an upperclassman joke kind of thing, okay? So don't worry too much about it. Mm-hmm. All right. And he says, look, I need you to put something on Mildred Mulberry's coffee mug for me, okay? Oh. And what you see him pull out from his pocket is unmistakable, undeniable. Even though it's a different color than the one you've seen before, it's a slight yellow color. In his hand, he holds a touchstone. And he says, do me a favor. Just put this right on her coffee cup. Thanks a bunch. And Cecily takes it immediately. And she's like, oh, no problem. And she looks at the guys. And before she touches it, she's like, guys, now we got it. Moore is our magician master. Nadine Kuhn is Sassley Mary Nature Spring. Sebastian Kinda is Eric Miller. Lucas Fisher is Jasper Casper. Theme music by Aaron Richards. Original background music by Ethan Anderson. Cover art by Pascal Genet. Hello, fellow wizards. We hope you enjoyed today's conclusion to that absolutely wild Zauberless Relations class. By now, it's pretty clear that Neujachenberg uses experiential learning practices, so don't expect the course load to get any less zany. By the way, if you are a patron, you probably got a little JK We Are Rolling themed gift this past week. That was just to say thank you. 
and our next few patrons might get something as well. If you'd like a little glimpse of what you might get, you can check out our socials at jkwerrolling1 on Twitter, facebook.com slash jkwerrolling, or instagram.com slash jkwerrolling. But we promise there is much more on the way. More original music for our music player, bonus content. We're even considering allowing the next group of patrons to pick a fact that will go into Jasper's book, which he will have to believe. How cool is that? Hey, Michael, what's up, Patreon? Uh, whoa, Sassley, Sassley, hi. Hi. It's, uh, it's Patreon, actually. P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Yeah, yeah. What is that? Well, it's a website where you can support independent artists like myself and our other players so that we can keep making cool content like this. All that editing, story writing, planning, creating new music and other content, it takes a lot of effort. So getting a little money makes that a bit easier for us. Oh, so if we get enough patrons, we can afford to get me wings that can fly? No, that's not really how it... Finance my flight! Patreon power! You become a patron, you become a patron, and you Sass and Sassly, you Sassly, and... Sassly, Sassly, Sassly. That is, uh, that's not what this one will go towards. Uh, but I will say this, when we reach 25 patrons, we'll do a second podcast for our patrons only where we talk about this podcast, discuss the show, take questions, give opinions, and have as much fun as possible. And should we ever reach 100 patrons, we'll put all that money into developing and publishing the game system that we play here on the show, the Magical Hat System. And our first 100 patrons will get a copy for free for supporting us early on. That's all pretty cool, right? It's fine, I guess. Sassly. No, no. I love it. I hope you're all very happy together. I guess the lesson here is, flight is a reward beyond financial achievement that transcends the earthly accumulation of physical things. Yeah, that's a great lesson. I'm not sold on it. Well, I'm hungry. I'm going to the uneventful lunchroom again. See ya. Uh, oh, bye, Sassly. I found enough. Here's a fun JK fact for you folks. Kobolt is a common and mysterious German word referring to small, gnomish, or goblin-like creatures. The word is used to refer to a number of creatures of folklore, and the French goblin probably comes from the same root word as kobolt. In traditional folklore, like so many spirits, kobolts were usually invisible. The shieldless can be grateful that that wasn't the case for them. Kobolds came in three varieties traditionally. There were kobolds of the sea who accompanied sailors, which is why our kobold had some power over water. There were the kobolds of the mines and mountains who could craft metal from fire, hence our kobolds fire powers. And finally, there were the kobolds of the home, the tricksters and playful rogues who are like leprechauns and so many small imps from folklore the world over. This is why our kobold has a third power of mischief and knavery. And that's it for this one, you beautiful mages. Until next time, keep your head brain sharp and your wand at the ready. <laughs> okay, here we go. Okay. Uh, all right. <clears throat>